Part two. Making Ray's parents nobody, like I said, just doesn't work thematically. Look, when I found out that she's a Palpatine, I was okay with it. Here's the thing. I was okay with it, too. Because I wanted her to be a clone. My theory was that Ray was a clone of Palpatine and Leia. How do you spell Trevorrow? <laughs> just start. Just like just look up the director for oh, Jurassic okay. World. Like that was my theory going into the whole who's Ray's parents. I wanted them to bring back the cloning aspect, which they technically did. And I wanted her power to be explained by pretty much the way it is in the movie. She gets her power not just from the Force Bond, the Force Dyad, but because biologically she is connected to a powerful Force user. I was perfectly fine with her being a Palpatine. I just wanted her to be connected to the light to the Skywalker family. Because because to me, thematically, this is the Skywalker saga. Yeah. Even if it's not about Ben, he's a solo but has Skywalker blood. He's part of the saga. That's why it works for him, but the protagonist because when you make the protagonist a Palpatine, when you make the final Force user that we know of a Palpatine, yeah, then it do- then it turns away from the Skywalker saga, and it turns. <laughs> Fuck you! Shut up! I've been awake for a very long time, and I'm congested. <laughs> it turns away from the Skywalker saga. Yeah, it is kind of funny. How and it becomes ends. the Palpatine saga. It ends with Palpatine. Yeah. The prequel trilogies In a way, are he not won. about. The prequel trilogies are no longer the rise and fall of Anakin Skywalker. It's the rise of Darth Sidious. Ooh. The original trilogy is no longer about the rising of Luke Skywalker. Eat that Disney. It's about the resistance to Palpatine's empire. Damn. And now you have the sequel trilogy, which is about Palpatine's ba- basically his successor into in the Force. By making Rey purely a Palpatine with no connection to the Skywalker family, you completely change the whole story. I don't, I don't say this often, but you just blew my mind. You. You literally changed the entire theme of the fucking Star Wars saga. It's all about Palpatine. That's right. It's it's not about Anakin now. It's not about Luke. It's about the Palpatine. Family. It's the Phantom Menace. We, it's the first. I got the book right here. The Phantom Menace. It's all about Jar Jar. <laughs> and damn, it leaves off at the very end. The last surviving bloodline is Palpatine and if somebody goes you know balls deep on that on that you know if you know what I mean I'm over here being you know wishful thinking over here but she's not a real person let's get real but let's say she's on Tatooine and she's burying the lightsabers 
and she goes back to Mos Eisley for a drink. And that one guy from The Mandalorian, that want that wannabe cowboy guy. Yeah. Hey, he, hey what are you doing? Even though he's dead by this yeah, point he's for dead. Like 30 years. But still, someone like him. Hey, you look new around here. Hey. You know by the end of Rise of Skywalker, Rey is only 24, right? Dude, I knew she was 24. You're the one trying to tell me she was like 39 after we saw the movie. Well, I googled it and apparently she's 19 in The Force Awakens. Yeah, and Kylo Ren's like 10 years older. Yeah, he's 30. So, I mean, way to go, Kylo, at the end of that movie. Yeah, what a fucking creep. I I swear to God, I'll put $5 down. He's copping a feel. That's why he's smiling at the end. And, uh, granted, yeah, I would I would die too if... if, if Look, Ra- you're, you're going on about your most Eisley if, bit. If Raisy Diddley kissed me after I saved her life... I want to know about Mose Eisley. I don't want to please the Raylos. Okay, okay. Ray's, Kylo's dead. Da- da- Daisy's on, on Mose Eisley. And, uh... You hear a voice. You hear some footsteps. And that little robot's like, Hey, we do not serve your kind here. And then, like... No. Hold on. I don't know. She she finds someone, alright? And, and, and the Palpatine bloodline continues. I was gonna joke... Exactly. Cause... I was gonna joke that Jar Jar shows up. <laughs> and, and be like, hey, What are you doing here? Or something like that. Like, he's somehow alive, and it's like... You know, I actually looked it up to see what happened to him. He what? became a clown. A clown? Yeah, after the rise of the Empire, he was basically shunned by everyone. You know there's a rumor he might show up in the Kenobi series. I would be ha- really happy with that, actually. And there's like, you know... The, the rumor would be is that like he'd be like a sad and somber... Yeah, yeah, yeah. A wizened but still clumsy Jar Jar. I would be so fucking down with that, dude. Because he basically knew Anakin from when Anakin was a child... And that was his best friend, kind of. I don't know what they did in Clone Wars. Well, but... it's not just that. He knows that he single-handedly... Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that too, that too. The Empire is his fault. Yeah. He knows it. And that's why he got shunned by society. He's basically homeless now. But he's a street clown. That's how he makes his money. Adults fucking hate him because they know who he is, but kids, you know, the kids love him. It's like, haha, that guy is funny. But the adults, they know, no. We do not look upon that thing. Okay, I found the opening crawl for the Colin Trevorrow. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want my hopes up right now. It's just the crawl, it's just the crawl. (sighs) Fine, go for it. So, after Last Jedi, (coughs) everything happens and like, what do you remember? Okay, open the crawl. You see the long time ago in the galaxy. Blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And then... The iron grip of the First Order has spread to the farthest reaches of the galaxy. Hold up. No, we gotta do this right. Okay, okay. You know, we're gonna do some... I'm gonna bring up the music. Alright, we're gonna get claimed. Yep. No, you know, we already did do I'm not worried about that. Like, like, again, like, no. No, because I, I, I posted a podcast with Adam, and, like, not even 30 seconds of a song was playing, and I couldn't I couldn't put it on YouTube. 
Really? Why? Because of the fucking song. It's a, you know, it's, it was like a song from like the 80s. Like a, a from, okay. Anyway. Star Wars. Star Wars, episode nine. Duel of the Fates. The iron grip of the First Order has spread to the farthest reaches of the galaxy. Only a few scattered planets remain unoccupied. Traitorous acts are punishable by death. Determined to suffocate the growing unrest, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren has silenced all communication between neighboring systems. Led by General Leia Organa, the Resistance has planned a secret mission to prevent their annihilation and forge a path to freedom. Did I read it too fast? That was amazing! It usually ends right about here. Path no. to freedom. No, no, no. This, this, is a, this is a long one. Okay, maybe they added Oh another. my god, though, Alan. That was... You blew me away with that. <laughs> that was... I got blown back into this Clone Wars oh, cartoon shit. series. Right? That's kind of how they read it, right? It's like, yeah, well, that's how... Because it's like every episode opens up with that yeah. old school war guy. You, you, that's, oh my god, Alan, that was amazing. Now, if they would have kept that feeling into the new movie, well... Okay, go on. Anyways, like, it, it's pretty That's much... how you fix Razy Diddley's in The Last Jedi. Yeah, she hooks up. Well, no, you make her connected to the Skywalker family. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because, like I said, because I blew your mind with it, making her a Palpatine later completely changes the entire story. Yeah, because you still got that... It's not It's not the Skywalker saga now. It is the Palpatine saga. Yeah. So making her nobody doesn't work thematically. Making her a Palpatine changes the entire foundation of Star Wars. Well, she... Making, making her part Palpatine and part Skywalker... Perfect. Are you saying she needs to uh, mix? Assuming she's gonna have a kid, she needs to mix her blood. No, I'm not saying she needs to mix. I'm saying she should have been mixed. She should have been mixed. I don't know. That's just. Because here's the thing: she has to be part of the Skywalker family to fit thematically. But in order to explain how Luke and Leia don't know her. She was a secret clone. Well, the whole point of the, all of it was it's to end the Skywalker saga. Yeah, they could have done that. So they they technically did, but it just so happened that the last surviving member of the story was Kylo Ren. Is yes. a, oh no, is a Palpatine, because Kylo Ren died. Yes, he is the end of the Skywalker saga. Yeah, and so while J.J. Abrams was right. From a certain point of view. Oh, fuck you. Y- you just totally left the Palpatine bloodline open. Shouldn't have been the Palpatine bloodline to begin with. I know, that's our problem. That's what you brought up, and I'm like, holy shit, you're right. Because while before I was on board with, okay, she's got the Palpatine the Sith Lightning, and she's got, like, the British accent or whatever, and she's got the cool gold lightsaber at the end. But then it's just a question, which which is fine, which is fine. It's like it's question mark at the end. Like who knows what's gonna happen. 
but it could have. I think everyone from childhood we wanted Luke to grow up, start a new Jedi Order. You know, they run into some bumps along the road, but ultimately, Rey, the new generation, would start off a new academy, and her and Finn and the whole gang get a bunch of little broom kids together. And Let me ask a, you. And start a new whatever the fuck. Yeah, because this is a nice little mental image you're bringing up, but. If this is supposed to be the end of the Skywalker saga, why does she call herself Skywalker at the end? Because then it's not the end. It's plagiarism. Because all she's doing now is opening up the door that anyone could be a Skywalker. That's what people were saying, and that would have been an interesting idea. That would have been an interesting... I was actually down with that when I first heard that theory online. Yeah. Like, that's a new type of Jedi... But, but they Skywalker. don't call themselves Jedi. They call themselves Skywalker. Skywalker, yeah. Like a, a sort of gray, almost. Almost. I don't think her character Cause there fits was, anywhere. Because the there was another line from the Trevorrow. Oh my God. And let me see if I can remember it correctly. Because she's having some kind of like... No, 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 no. She, she um, uses up all her Force abilities because Kylo learns from this ancient Sith Yoda on this planet how to uh, force drain life from other people to, to live forever. Like what Palpatine did? It's basically Plagueis. He meets Plagueis. And he tries to do that to, to Rey, but then she remembers all of her friends. Like It's like an anime moment. Oh my god. And they're pushing her back. And she like punches him and the screen goes black and white. Yeah, and then like she, she goes into like the afterworld, like the astral plane. And Obi-Wan's there, and Yoda, and Luke, and they're there, and like, you could stay here, Ray, and be one with the Force, and learn everything. Or you can go back to your friends, and live in pain and suffering. Wait, Anakin's not there? Uh, he might be there. Might as well be there. God, but... fuck you, Colin. Why don't people want like <laughs> Anakin? But, Ray, you know, at the very... Oh, no, she says something about, like... Um, she doesn't reject, she doesn't reject hatred and doesn't ignore love or something like that. Like, you can conquer love and hatred and, like, still, like, you know. Okay, so it sounds like he tried to make her into a gray Jedi. Yeah. But it should be noted that even Yoda disagreed with the Jedi in the end. Remember, yeah. he destroyed the sacred text. So maybe she doesn't want to be a Jedi, like... Well, then she's not a great Capital Jedi. J, like, she's just her own thing. And that's where I was like, yeah, make it the Skywalker. That's, like, the new... Yeah, I would have been fine with that. A new thing. I just want her to be genetically connected yeah. to the Skywalkers in some way first. And that's you know, why like... I was excited about Last Jedi, because, you know, I'm... Because think about it. Finn doesn't have a last name either. Exactly. At the end of it, she could have been like, I'm a Palpatine, Dude, but I'm also a Skywalker. Why is everyone in the Rise of Skywalker asking, oh, what's your last name? Like, at least two or three different people. Like, who the hell? Why? Fuck you, Dave. You don't know me enough. Like, leave, leave Ray alone. Like, oh, this little girl who doesn't speak English, she wants to know your last name. Like, fuck you, little girl. You have an ugly face. Leave my girl alone. Dior, I don't know you. She's got to go meet Lando in the little sideways car that somehow goes straight and doesn't run into anyone. That whole thing is confusing. Maybe Anyways. 
But yeah, it's um, you're Look, right. I'm gonna get into the Grey Jedi later on. I'm gonna get into the Grey Jedi later on. I know it's twelve forty, but I still want to get into the whole. This might be a three-hour deal, man. We're already hitting two. Look, we're talking about the entire trilogy here. This is it's a, gonna be a long. This one. is a special. This is a. Which I still haven't gotten to my video game pitch. Yeah. We still haven't even gotten we, into The Rise of Skywalker. We're still technically on The Last we Jedi. Have, we have to fix Star Wars by the end of this night. Okay. So, Force Awakens, I don't think there's much you need to do to fix that. I would redo the whole thing. I wouldn't. I think Force Awakens, like I said, it's I would a take great the, start to I, the new trilogy. I would take this dictionary that I'm holding in my hand. Out, I'm going to get you that dictionary. Trust me. Bring back Mara Jade. Played by Scarlett Johansson. Because here's the thing, Alan. The way I'm going to fix this, you don't have to change a goddamn thing about the sequel trilogy. Okay, hold up. Come on, Scarlett Johansson is Mary Jade? No, fuck her. Ah. I'm, t- I'm sick of Scarlett Johansson. She could play anything. She could play IG-88. I can see that. Okay, Rise of Skywalker... Fuck you. It's better than Last Jedi, but only because it plays it safer. It doesn't try to say anything like The Last Jedi did. I loved it. It's... I mean, I don't know. At this point... I don't hate The The Rise of Skywalker. Is the thing. I think it's it's okay. Okay, to go back to our blowjob metaphor or whatever, Ryan Johnson, the new girl, she's like, hey... Have anyone ever done this to you? She starts biting on your nuts. She's pulling on your, like, hairs. It's she, not a cow udder that you just tug to milk. She's fucking pinching your nipples and, like, spitting in your face. She's trying to subvert your expectations. Of what a blowjob is. She's sticking her thumb up your asshole. It's like, hey, huh? You can't handle that? What, are you crying? Just shit like that. It, it's fun, but it's only because she looks good. I don't know. I don't think that's that. It's fun. And then there's a like a, a casino. Don't get me wrong. I'll finish. It takes place in a casino. She's doing all this in a casino. Okay, look. The J.J. Abrams blowjob. Go back. Okay. It's safe. We'll it go is, back to the J.J. The, the it's old a girl. nice, it's a safe blowjob. She does a little bit yeah. differently. You remember her from last week. You know, week. I, I grab her. I come in her mouth. Blah, blah, blah. You come in her mouth? I do enjoy a woman who swallows. This is Disney we're talking about. Disney's a classy lady. Disney spits into a, a, a McDonald's cup that you weren't drinking anymore, like a lady. I make her drink that. Okay, okay. Anyway, respect. Whatever. Ryan Johnson blowjob. She's doing basically what you're doing. She's giving the blowjob, but she's doing all this weird shit. Okay, okay, okay. JJ no, swallows. She read this shit in a fucking fan fiction when she was fourteen. Whoa. And she thinks, okay, this is what a blowjob... This is this is going to be making... This is going to be a great fucking blowjob I'm going to give this guy. Mm. And you're there like, I don't like this. I'm still going to finish. I liked it. I'm still not going to finish. I'm, I'm not even going to come on your face. Dude, I came... In, you want me to come in your mouth? I, I came in Ryan's f- mouth and I... I, uh, I, I, like, I, I spooned with her afterwards. I don't spoon. Look. I will the blowjob is I'll being given Ryan. by us to us by a woman who doesn't know how to give a blowjob. I hear while Ryan she's given blowjobs before, and everyone tells her she's great at it, but she's not. 
She's good at giving blowjobs, but not Star Wars style blowjobs. But her knives out blowjobs and her looper blowjobs, they are pretty cool. Alright, I'll give her that. Point is, she doesn't know what she's doing for a Star Wars blowjob. Yeah, when you're looking for a Star Wars She wants job, to do something really crazy. She wants to she wants you to remember this blowjob. Maybe we're thinking about it wrong. Maybe this is a blowjob and her other movies are like it's the fool. Oh, she can ride really good or something. We'll go with that. Point is, they, the Ryan Johnson blowjob is just a fucking mess. It's <laughs> that's all it is. It's a mess with horses riding around and broom boys. Yes, you finished, but you're not going to remember that blowjob fondly. Mm. There was that one scene, and then you go back. You're, after that night, you think, you know, I'm just going to go back to the safe blowjob. There's that one part where but you... by came, that point... That one part where you came, but it went straight through a Star Destroyer, and it, like, just knocked it in half. And you're like, wait a minute. I could have done that this whole time. <laughs> she had purple hair for some reason. Yeah, okay. But okay, okay. Let's go to... Uh, it should have been fucking Admiral Akbar, not Holdo. That's right. I'm one of those fuckers. Okay, Anyways, so after the messy Ryan Johnson blowjob, you're, te- you're just... You're texting JJ, you're like, hey, I miss you. What are you doing? Are you up? And JJ's like, well, I thought that Colin was going to go blow you next, but he, 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 for some reason, decided not to. And I'll come back. I'll come back. Why not? But, he again, JJ, good blowjobber, but he only sticks to, like... He plays it safe. And I'm like, dude, JJ, you better fucking finish this time. Don't make me blue ball into a fucking Dixie cup. Look, JJ, I, want you I to... just had the worst blowjob I've ever had. <laughs> I need this to be the greatest thing ever to make up for it. Throw in all the clicks and whistles, all the things I grew up with. Throw in Lando, throw in Wedge and Tilly's. The, I didn't need the things I grew up with as a thing. I just needed a good blowjob. That's all I needed. But no, he th- he heard great blowjob and he he decided oh all the things you grew up with. Yeah. For no reason. He was confused, very confused, dick sucker that guy. And you know afterwards it's just like yeah, it was better, but look Hollywood just 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 take it from. I me. didn't hate the blowjob, but. Just learn how to suck a dick. I didn't hate. I didn't hate the blowjob. That's the best I could say about it. Like, you pat him on the back. Like, good job, JJ. <laughs> you tried. Pat them on the back. Yep. Oh man. And you know, like I said, Rise of Skywalker, Ray being a Palpatine just fucks up everything. And dude, when, when J.J. comes in and starts the blowjob, there's no time for subtleties. There's no time for... No, he just pushes you on the bed and tells you, take off the pants. He pushes you off. He's ripping the belt off. You're like, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I got to text my mom and make tell her that I made it home okay. And she's, he's like... Are we going to do dinner first? He throws my phone across the room. And I'm like, oh, no. Wait, I bought candles and rose petals and everything. You're not even on the bed. He just pushed you onto the living room couch. Yeah, I'm like, shit, man, my 
roommates might come home and they're gonna see me in my little butthole. And no, man, JJ's like, look, dude, they pay me a lot of money. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna get this over with. It might last a while, but you know, I'm, I'm gonna do this. And he does all the tricks. Boom, 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 boom. And yeah, it's a decent blowjob, but it's fun. But you're not thinking about it. You're just like, whoa. But it's not until afterwards that you that you think. Well, he could have done this. He might have even slipped like some shrooms into your burger or something. Basically. Just to give you that extra, whoa. And I'm just saying, you took some shots. You know, you did something, you know, to... Okay, so I'm just going to say, in my version of the next potential movie, Palpatine is still in the movie. It's not Darth Plagueis. Uh... All you need to do is you need to not blue ball us with character deaths. If you're going to kill Chewie, fucking kill him. Don't tease us with him dying and then five minutes later reveal he's alive. Yeah, that was rough. Don't, don't tease us with C-3PO's soft death, him being his memory wiped. And then ten minutes later, R2-D2 boots him back up and he's fine. Yeah, I knew R2 was going to save him. Like, that wasn't even a thing with me. Chewie was more like, whoa, are they really going to kill Chewie like that? That's that's brave. Well, but here's the, the thing. But then that, they brought him back. I thought he would have survived the wreckage. The only reason I... Here's the thing. Ky, with the wreckage, Kylo Ren survived. When, remember, he came barreling at Rey going yeah. 500 miles an hour. She killed his ship. It blew the fuck up. And he nice. just walked out like Luke did in The Last Jedi. Just patted some dust off his shoulder. Hey, that's some top of the line. Uh, seat, the Skywalker's are fucking indestructible. Apparently, that's some seat belts right there, and that armor weave cape. That he Which first off, I'm just gonna say it's a little weird that his ship blew up, but then it was there later on for Ray to take. No, well, no, she didn't take that one. Yeah, she did. It was a different model. No, it was the same ship. He had like an interceptor style Tie Fighter, and the one she, the one he takes over. Wait, no. It was the same ship, Alan. No. The one with the little holocron? Yeah. Plugged in? Yeah, and she destroyed know, that I don't know sh- what they're fucking calling it in the movie. It's a fucking holocron. Let's get that straight. It's a MacGuffin. It's a... What do they call it in the movie? A, a, a finder? A wayfinder. A wayfinder. Fuck you. It's a, it's a fucking Sith holocron. There you go, look. Throw some is- balls. It's weird that... Th- I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just pointing out that the ship was destroyed I gotta and then it, it wasn't. Again. I gotta watch oh, Okay, so... But Kylo brings a normal TIE fighter, right? He... Later on, he uses... Yeah, he... Like, they put it in the background just so you know how he got there. Yeah. Which, first off, it's a little weird that he got there without the holocron. But, anyways... He remembers. That's one way you fix Sky- Rise of Skywalker. If you're going to kill these characters, fucking kill them... Don't don't toy with my emotions like that. If you're gonna bring Lando back, have him fucking do stuff. You know what? They he fuck- came back for or a little bit of exposition. He left the movie. Then he came back near the end for a little more exposition, and he became a plot device. They made that scene way too obvious, where where everyone's dying and Poe's like, "Oh no, I'm sorry. Oh, we're we're all we're all gonna die." Oh no, and you know something's gonna happen. And where they fucked up, and this is the marketing's fault. They fucking spoil it in the fucking trailer. 
They did. Where all the ships show up. So you know that's going to happen. So and you saw the trailer. You're just waiting for it to there's happen. There's no tension in that scene. You're just like, okay, they're going to show up any minute now. And then when Poe's like, oh no, I'm sorry. Like, okay, now they're going to show up. Which I'm just going to say it. That it's it's hard enough to get a little ship through the fucking space cloud that's protecting Exegol. Yeah, it was hard enough for the resistance to get one of their decently sized ships through it. But now you have this fleet of hundreds of ships that managed to make it through. Yeah, which makes you wonder. Maybe like five hundred thousand didn't make it. <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious on this list. Like. But no, no, if they didn't show that in the trailer, and that, how cool would it have been if you didn't know that? Honestly, it would have been a lot more hyped for me. And you're like, and you didn't know Lando, or even if they didn't show Lando before, and Lando just, I don't know, well, no, you have to get Lando to be in the Falcon. Um, I don't know, but just that, just that one scene where you don't know everyone's going to show up, and then they do... You know, I will say, it's a little weird, because this is another one of those things that I don't want to talk about, I'm just going to point it out. From when Lando left, to when Lando brought that fleet, it couldn't have been more than just like a few hours? Tops? That's a th- An hour or two? Yeah, no. And he just managed to go to all the core systems, which still take time to get through with hyperspace... To find all these fucking ships. Like, they had to have been in one place already. I don't know how time works. I watch I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just pointing it out. I know in Star Trek... I'm also not going to talk about how hyperspeed jumping doesn't make any sense. Oh, that scene was just... <coughs> I actually did... It looked cool, but that just looked like Abrams going... It looked cool in the first movie I made... Let me do that. And oh, Poe is just is real brave and he just doesn't care about... You I'm not going to talk you about can't how... can't do that. Here's the thing. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about how in the last movie they pointed out that small ships like TIE Fighters can't track. But they end up tracking anyways in that scene. And I'm not going to talk about the throwaway line of how everything would be better if Ray was there. Because apparently Ray is now an established, better pilot than Poe, even though that's all he fucking has in the movie. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just pointing it out. It's there. It's all there, man. It's Poe is admitting that Ray is a better person than he ever was. Like he, he was the best pilot, but Ray is just fucking good at everything. And here's the thing. And the my my and, and, and my. He's telling him, well, "What are you training for, huh?" That's like that's like when you're when you're like in a, a, a shitty side of town, and then somebody stops you. Hey, why do you have a pocket knife, huh? What do you need that for? Like, what do you think? I'm gonna get stabbed or shot at any given moment. I'm no, in a war zone. It's like you're on the wrong side of town, and you're asking, "Hey, why do you got that fully armored, fully operational tank?" Oh no, no, more, more, more. Um, I guess more accurately. Let's say you're living in a, an occupied city in like Nazi Poland or Nazi whatever. Like, oh, why, why? Oh, why do you have a gun? Oh, why are you training? Why are you sh- practicing shooting no, in the back? I don't, I don't think that's more accurate. Because here's the thing, Ray doesn't need to fucking train. She's already been established to be an incredibly powerful user, 
in the last two movies. She's like it's, a, it's I'm sorry, it's too late. You cannot give her a training scene when she clearly didn't need the training to begin with. She is just good. She's honing her skills. She doesn't need to. She's already fucking god. It's the most consistent thing about the movies. Well, she's at the she end. She can shoot lightning out of her fucking hands she just because she's angry. She didn't do that on purpose. But she still did it. That's an advanced she's force training. technique. She's training. Leia's training her. But Poe, for some reason, is like, why are you training even though she's a fucking Jedi? You need to fucking train and meditate. No, but Rey doesn't. The movie has established that Rey's a fucking force genius who can pull shit out of her ass if she wants because to. Because she was training. She wasn't trained. She's she made now. The, she made the stormtrooper do what she wanted with the mind trick. She beat Kylo Ren in the force pool. She lifted all the fucking rocks. She trained a little bit at before that. She was training with Luke. The re look. The reason that upsets me is because he's a Palpatine. It's too late. You can't. It's too late to pilot It's like it's too late. It's like getting on a plane. And flying around the world, perfectly safe, and then finding out your pilot not only doesn't have training, what? but they're going to get training when they land. Like, you don't need the training. You're already a great pilot. You just flew us around the world perfectly fine. Why do you need to train? No, I... I didn't think he was talking about piloting, though. I think he was just saying you're a good warrior... No, here's the thing. You're the best person we have. Chewbacca says something. We don't know because we don't know what Chewbacca says. But Ray, but here's, but it's established in the first movie that Ray can only do the force. Ray uses the force to do the hyperspeed jump. That's that's implied. That's why it's dangerous for Poe to do it, because Ray's not there. It's dangerous, but he still does it. But do the hyperdrive like to? Instead of punching in the computer, she just does it... Basically, I guess? I don't know. I can't remember too much. Because you still have the droid that's hooked up to the Falcon that Lando fell in love with in the Solo movie. Well, that still needs time to do the calculations. The thing about hyperspeed jumping is it's done immediately. Yeah. Which, first off, shouldn't even be possible because... It shouldn't. You know, Star Wars science. Because, look... Let me get these bottles. Let me get these bottles right here. No, I don't want to talk about this, Alan. I want to... You're hyperdrive jumping, and it's like you're over here, and you jump to like right here in the middle of these bottles. It should have went through this bottle and crashed through it, but instead, no, and the, and that's the, not the, how it works. And the movie, it's like, oh, it went. It somehow wound up in the middle of these bottles, and no, it, hyperspeed jump, hyperspeed. Instead of going in a straight line. <laughs> You're not even traveling through space when you're in hyperspace. So it's opening up like some kind of portal or something? or Basically, you're on a hyperspeed highway that is basically a tear in the space-time continuum. So when Han Solo says I could rip through a planet or a star... Or it's not through. that you can rip through it. It's that the wrong calculation... The gravity from that star or planet can pull you out of it. Mm. That's why you gotta calculate. But you can wind up in the middle 
of a planet. If you jump, because you'll it'll pull you out of the hyperspeed. You're not traveling through space. You're literally, you know, here's space. Well, this I, corner of the map. Yeah, I know about that. You when know. you get into hyperspace, yeah, it's forcing those two places closer together. Okay. But if there's a star too close, instead of going here, shut up, phone. Instead of going here, it pulls you down here to where that high gravitational field is. Okay. So, either way, I think we could agree that the hyperspace jumping or whatever... It was stupid. It shouldn't be a thing. They, they did that strictly to make a cool little action sequence. Not only that, but... That one throwaway line with the whole I know Ray's not here or whatever, I know she could do it better. It takes away the one good thing that Poe is. It takes away the one thing he has in the whole franchise, which is his piloting. It's making him seem careless and like it is no, what he's doing. No, it's not. Because the Beaver that's already been established about Poe. It's at least a little bit of a consistent character. It's taking away the whole point of his character. Now, look, I like character dynamics where every person in a group can contribute something. You know, Poe is supposed to be the badass pilot. But apparently, at some point, Ray became the badass pilot because Ray has to be good at everything. Hey, man, she's got that purple team blood. I know. It made sense before when she had Skywalker blood, or at least people, it did. people thought, because, okay, she can pilot things, and she's good with machines. What's she's a scavenger on a fucking desert planet. Now, how cool would it be? And let's, maybe we could write this later on, but we write a, 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 a Netflix or a whatever presents. HBO. Yeah. I, I'd rather have it on HBO. Young Palpatine, where you get, like, Matthew McConaughey or some bullshit to play Sheev Palpatine, and he's an expert racer, and he's like... He was an expert racer. He's driving his little race car on a... Sheev Palpatine, in his youth, was a fucking racer. There you go. That's why... That's why Ray is so good. It wasn't until he became a senator that his enjoyments became more refined, that he started to enjoy the opera. I want to see that TV show. I, I could go for that. Look. I just... Rated There's R. a lot of things that I don't want to talk about the Rise of Skywalker. Bangs, bangs, Twi'leks. They're just that. Show it. Because here's the thing. The reason I don't want to talk about them is because I'm going to fix everything with this one statement. Okay, let's get to... Can we Palpatine just... and the Rise of Skywalker. This is, this is... We're moving on. Okay. And I'm going to talk about my dream Star Wars movie, the the next trilogy. Okay. The Palpatine in the Rise of Skywalker is not the Palpatine Vader killed. Okay. The Palpatine from Rise of Skywalker comes from the extended universe, found a way to the world between worlds, and time traveled to the past and fucked everything up. And that's why there's no extended universe. Okay. Now look, in the the in the extended universe, where does he jump into? Where does he land? Look, in the extended universe, Palpatine comes back several times through different means. 
I think a few of them are clones of himself. Probably not even in here. One of these clones found a way into the world between worlds, which is sort of a force pocket dimension that you can basically go anywhere at any time. Ahsoka and the and Rebels by the end of the Rebels anime series is sort of implied to be its guardian. So what if Ray? What if Palpatine from the extended universe found a way there? Found a way to time travel to after this alternate version to the to after the first Palpatine died. Used it, and him simply being there erased an entire extended universe. So, this new time-traveling Palpatine represents... Disney. Disney. I like this idea. And here's the thing. Like, that's just the... That's just how you fix it. Because I've already told you, like, there has to be a way to, um make both timelines in the same story where there is an expanded universe and there is the Disney universe and they both can exist so people can be like if they wanted to backtrack and Disney wanted to save face and this like, is how you fix it cause here's the if this is a completely different Palpatine but Rey is still a Palpatine she's connected to this Palpatine to the new Disney Palpatine yeah not the old Palpatine Okay, so old Palpatine's dead. Old Palpatine's dead. This clone of him from some alternate future traveled back in time through the Force, through the world between worlds, and completely changed the space-time mm. continuum. Now, this this pres- this saves Anakin and Luke. It saves the prophecy. Okay, without damaging anything. Now, what does Disney? Emperor get out of this because he comes, lays a seed, creates. He's a, he became what we saw in the Rise of Skywalker. Okay, okay, I'm just like, wait a minute. So why but, is he all decrepit and, and he's and been dying? there for like thirty years? He's a clone. He's aging faster. Okay. That's why he was able. That's why that makes it not creepy that he had kids. Palpatine came back. He was younger. You know. It, he came back after the other one died because the rule of two. There can only be two Sith Lords. I didn't understand that. Shut up. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> Even your phone's like, I don't get it, Josh. No, look. <laughs> the rule of two states there can only be two Sith Lords. Palpatine didn't want to exist when he already exists. Because mm. then he would become a rival to himself. Now, can he... Can they show like a, a flashback scene where Luke and Vader go out of the throne room because they're trying to escape, and then Disney Palpatine like walks out of the back corner and looks over the ledge? Oh, how the mighty have fallen! Worry not, my queen. Okay, so the way the world you between worlds works, one way or another. the way be, the way the world between world works is that there are only certain spots you can enter and get out of. So, I like to think that th- that maybe this Palpatine found a way close enough to where the Death Star crashed 
And we just see him there on the broken throne room. I mean, it's possible, but... that That's how you fix Star Wars. You have to make that little uh, room inside the throne room that Rey enters. And have the holocron in there. And then he's got to set up that planet on Exegol. Well, you don't have to. You could just easily... Because here's the thing. That's the setup. The whole point is that there was an entire alternate universe that got wiped out. Rey is now powerless because her force dyad is gone. So who does she get training from? Ahsoka Wait. Tano. Hold on, you still you still want Ray to train eh? after all that? I, here's the thing. <laughs> I want to like Ray. Oh, come on, she's cool. But I, I need like them to fix Ray. She's fine. It doesn't make sense for Ray to be so powerful. She's a Palpatine. When her Force diet is gone, she can still be strong <laughs> with the Force. But what if she learned that the only reason she was able to do that shit was because the Force was trying to balance itself out? Are you? Are, is it, the Force chose her. And the Force let her you do what she did. It's just like how Goku is only strong because he's able to find someone equally but evil to fight. And well, no. That was the Force dyad. Or Vegeta's always constantly trying to one-up Goku and they're always trying to out-train each other. Nope. This is more like... Or, 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 or Sasuke and, and Naruto. This has nothing to do with the... Look, this is how the Force... That's how the Force dyad works. Well, isn't Naruto and Sasuke like a force dyad? Yes. In a, in, a, in a sense? They're like a constant force dyad, yes. So look. But they're still But also alive. not really, because they don't gain power. The no. way a force dyad is stated... They're working together. ...is that, they got, that the force naturally makes them equals. The only reason Rey is as powerful is because the light rises to meet the dark. That's what is stated in The Last Jedi. Rey is only as powerful as she is because Kylo Ren is as powerful as he is. Get rid of Kylo Ren and all that power goes away. Now she's still a very powerful force user. But now she does... It's like when you restart a game knowing what you do but you're still at level 1. You gotta grind yourself back up to that level. And the journey Rey would take with Ahsoka is that she becomes a true Grey Jedi. So Ahsoka comes in. She's training Rey. Like, imagine a whole scene. Rey is, like, battling the shadowy hooded figure. And she's like, who are you, Rey? And she's like, I'm a Skywalker. Are you, though? And, like, she pulls out her lightsaber to, like... Strike her, and then she a white lightsaber just comes up to block it effortlessly. Because Ahsoka has white lightsabers now. Yeah. And you just see the lightsaber being held by an orange hand. And you hear her say, You're powerful. I can make you more so. Not only do you fix... Not only would this story fix Star Wars... By retroactively retconning everything in a cool new way. Not only does it bring 
fan favorite characters into this, like Ahsoka Tano. But you can bring the extended universe into this. What if Palpatine wasn't the only one who came from the extended universe? No, I was going to bring that up. What if the Yuzong Vong followed him? I was going to say, we can't just have Palpatine come in. We need other characters to follow. And I would want that to be the Yuzong Vong. Or someone from the Disney universe goes back into the extended universe. And you meet Luke Skywalker and his wife, Mary Jane. Yes! An older but more trained Luke Skywalker standing next to Mary Jane and then Han Solo and his kids are training. That's how you fix it. And you have an... The world between worlds fixes everything! You can have an older Luke. He's like... You can have like... We can get exactly what we want from the extended universe while still having the Disney sequels. All you need to do is say that a clone of Palpatine came and messed everything up. The things that should have been didn't happen. An entire universe. An extended universe, if you will... Wiped away. And maybe... Maybe we go into that extended universe. Maybe the extended universe comes to us. Maybe... Rey becomes the leader of a new bra- a new kind of Jedi. And maybe there's a new kind of Sith that rises with her. Could be. A Sith... More similar to the Old Republic. Not one ruled by hatred, but by love and passion. Oh, man. You still have the cool black. You still got the red lightsabers. But nah, this is a radical person who wants to do good. Darth Jar Jar. Darth Jar Jar. Or Darth anyone. The dark, the Sith are no longer there to rule. They're there to help in the ways that they should be helping. Okay, well, and the Jedi become the Gray Jedi. So that that's the Bendu. So that's how you fix Star Wars. That's, that's the, how you fix Star that's Wars. That's a new trilogy. That would set up the new trilogy, and the new trilogy would eventually be the Yuuzhong Vong. So starring Rey, Rey would be there. All the characters are there, and they're getting exactly what they should have gotten in the sequel trilogy. Ray's okay. getting fleshed out. It's like, what happens to Ray now? Who is Ray now? She found out where she comes from, and she's deciding how that affects her. She's deciding for herself. <coughs> no, Finn? What's there for Finn? He doesn't get the sexy black lady. She goes running off with Lando, apparently. What if... Poe apparently might get with the sexy lady in the red latex, Ooh. but also might not, because she like does that whole "come with me." All right, all right, all right. But then I... at the end, she's just like, "Nope, nothing's here." Okay, what if? But Babu Frick has to be there. I fucking love Babu. Babu Frick. Frick's got to be there. My main main question, and everyone in the audience is wondering, where does Baby Yoda tie into all this? Because. Hmm. In a world where Baby Yoda exists, and he's gotta be alive. Baby Yoda makes a cameo at the end of the trilogy, 
with Ray's new class of students. Because, like, first of all, Baby Yoda can't die. That'd be horrible. So by the time Ray is like a full grown Jedi Knight or whatever, no, at the end of at the end of the trilogy when the galaxy is saved from the biggest threat it's ever faced, you know, the Yuuzhan Vong. Yeah, we see Ray training a new class of Force sensitives, and there's a baby Yoda. He's he seems a little bit older because it's been a few decades. Yeah, he's like a teenager. Well, he technically he'd only be like eight ish. I'm saying, can Baby Yoda go back with Rey or whoever else no. into the extended universe? And technically, yes, but no, he makes fight crime. He would make a cameo just to say, "Hey, look, it's Baby Yoda." I don't know, man. I need a new Baby Yoda voiced by Danny DeVito, and he's just nah, not maybe not Danny DeVito, but no, no, Danny DeVito, I like it. No, you have Baby Yoda there. He's training. He has the little green lightsaber. And at the background, you just see an older Mandalorian with Fuck a walking that. stick. Baby Yoda's going to have a purple saber because he's a little pimp. Okay, he has a purple saber. And in the background, you just see like an older Mandalorian holding a walking stick, just walking, watching from a distance. Yeah. Because, you know, it's been 30 years. He's an older guy. Baby Yoda's only biologically three years older. Yeah, you know, the Jedi are how they are in the extended universe. Rey went and she learned from Luke again, but also not. Not the same Luke. What if Rey goes back in time, meets the original Yoda, they have a baby? No. It's <laughs> fuck you. I was wow. curious where you were gonna fucking go with that. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like a whole Ray meets Yoda and gets some wisdom from him, like, "Oh, who are you? What are you doing in these Jedi halls?" Hmm. And she's like, "Uh, I need wisdom. I was told you're really smart." No, don't ask me to pitch anything right now. It's late, and I'm just gonna pitch like. Straight to Showtime, Skinamax porno of like Mace Windu and Ray are in a, in a fucking apartment. I will say in this series, she does get to actually meet fucking Anakin. He's like, you haven't learned all the aspects of the Force. Let me show you. It's a like song. Ahsoka in the world between war, world between worlds. You know, she's like she's helping train Ray, and she's like, "Who trained you? Do you want to meet him?" And then, like, and like Hayden Christianfield just pops up and all. Christianfield. I don't know his name. <laughs> Christian Shin, is that it? <laughs> Christianfield. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Christensen. <laughs> Whatever. Anakin Skywalker. Rises up from the from the fucking dead as a cool blue ghost. Oh, we just need more Anakin. I I, I agree. Or maybe with that. she's like, okay, you want some better training? Here you go. And she just appears in a dark room, and you just hear. Okay, let let's sort of sidetrack here. Now, this would make a great show. I agree with you. Or a oh, movie. No, movie. I want it to be a movie. What if it was a game? 
See, the thing about the games is that they don't reach as big an audience as the movies do. Do we want an audience, though? Yes. Or do we want to go back to basics and make a good I story? I want to fix the movies. Okay, because that's what I was going to do. Because the movies are connected to everything. You're pitching a movie, and that's great. You go ahead. We just acquired Star Wars, Inc., and you're going to handle the movies. Okay, what are you, what's your video game? Let me just Let me just start this off by saying... Our current Star Wars uh, universe is in trouble, maybe, and you're gonna fix it. And more power to you, Favreau and all those guys are handling the TV show. I wish them the best of luck. But when was the last time we had a a good Star Wars video game? I mean, we just got one. It Apparently, was... Battlefront Two is doing okay now. Okay, Battlefront Two. I, I still have it. I still play it. It could be better. And I could go on hours trying to pitch a better Star Star Wars Battlefront game. And then Fallen Order, it was fun, but it borrowed a lot of elements from other games and it was it was fun. It was lacking. What happened to the guy at the end? Does he die? No. He's still alive. Which is which is another unopened question. Like between that guy and Baby Yoda you got two powerful force users, and he's a and powerful Ahsoka force Tano. user. And wait, who? Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka. Oh, I thought you said Sol. Ger- I was thinking of Sol Guerrero, <laughs> but that guy dies. Ahsoka. Fun fact: Ahsoka trained him. They all also Ezra Bridger from the Rebels anime show. Yeah, so he's you, out there somewhere. You got force users out there, and then Rey is acting like she's the only force user. And I'm like, wait a minute, are there others out there? Maybe they're in another. The opposite side of the galaxy, or maybe they're on their own adventure. It's like a Marvel situation, where it's like, can't Thor show up in real? Anyway, well, yes, but he's off getting his dick sucked by Anne Hathaway. I want to save the Star Wars community. I want to bring everyone together and make a good video game. And so, it's like, okay, what do you want in a good? Let me just start off asking, what do, what do you want? For? In a good video game, a good Star Wars game, because Star Wars, if we just take this book alone with all the ancient EU shit, I want a good story. Now my story, I want it to take place after the events of Rise of Skywalker. It's post Empire, post last um, New Order or whatever the fuck. Um. The Republic's trying to... The New Republic is trying to be a new thing. You get all these different planets. Again, it's trying to be a new thing again. There's a power vacuum. <clears throat> the Empire, or the First Order, is demolished. But there's still, like... Every once in a while, there'll be... Like, this is the like, remnants. This is basically an RPG. Now, I want to... I thought about, okay. What if Bethesda and Bioware... Bioware, famous for making Knights of the Republic... The Mass Effect series, etc. And Bethesda, famous for making Skyrim and the Elder Scrolls and Fallout. I would maybe want to go with Red Star over Bethesda just because Bethesda gets really lazy and their games end up being really glitchy. And some people like the glitches, they're fun, but we want a good game. I'm not going to get those. (coughs) Those two studios, they walk into a bar. They're singing their favorite songs. They notice each other. They take a few shots. They're like, hey, what are you doing? 
Let's go home. Let me call an Uber. They call an Uber. Uber shows up. Who's driving? It's Blizzard. No. Blizzard's driving them home. No, hold on. Let me finish, Josh. Blizzard is owned by Activision now. Let me, let me finish. Blizzard's driving them home. He's looking in the rear view. They're already making out. They get home. This isn't how video game development works. This is how it... Just let me finish. They get home. Blizzard's like, hey, I got a bottle of Captain in the back. Let me come inside. Let me, let me hang out. Come inside more ways than one. Blizzard's on his phone. He invites over uh, a few other of his friends. That's when your Red Dawn or whatever the fuck comes in or whoever. Anyways, my point is you can't just get one studio because they're going to fuck it up. You want a game that everyone can play. It's story-based, but... And this is where I borrow from Nets of the Republic style. Where you have your own story... You choose your race. You can be a human. You can be a Twilight. You can be a Wookiee. You can be a whatever. You think of it. You can be a Gungan if you wanted. And you start off. Okay, maybe you want to start off on Coruscant. Trying to like work up the political ladder. Maybe you want to like, you know, do that bullshit. Or maybe you. Maybe, don't fall asleep. Maybe you start off on another planet. Where you're just like a, a local boy. And you want to like. You get into some banditry. You know, you get into some... Okay, some... I get it. We're our own characters starting off wherever the fuck we want. And then, turns out, and this is where I get a little bit... This is where my my, my, uh, my background in Pokemon comes, comes in. Whoever you pick, you get a rival character. And no matter what you do throughout the game, they play opposite of that. The game is called Duel of the Fates. Because Trevorrow fucked up, he got rid of that movie, and I'm taking it, damn it. Okay, I'm going to make one change to this. To make it the truly the greatest Star Wars game. It's got to be a Lego Star Wars game. No, they're already making their own games, alright? The Lego Star Wars games are or considered to be some of the best Star Wars they, games. They are, but they're if based on the movies. This, I take everything about this game that you have and just make it Lego. No. And it becomes like twice as good. No, this is kind of photorealistic, but not quite. It still has its own style. Lego. It's got its own style. But it's, it's not. It doesn't have its own style if it's photorealistic, though. It's not completely photorealistic. Because then it's just another photorealistic game like that's all where, the other photorealistic games. That's where Blizzard comes in. They're great at character art and, and, and creating a design. And, and Are they, though? Yeah. Are they, though? I've been, okay, this is where I want to suck Overwatch's dick right now. Get ready. Say what you want about the gameplay and the balancing and all the bullshit. And the lore and the wasted characters. They can make characters. Each character with its unique animation and character models tells a story that you could never get from just reading on the back of a box. Yeah, you can. That's literally all of their characters. You're getting characters. All of their characters' backstories can fit on the back of the box. And all of their women characters have pretty similar models. Yeah, you know, you got your Torbjorns and your Junkrats and your Reinhardts, but look at the basic models for Mercy, for Pharah, for any up for fucking, what's the, um... Now, when models, do you mean, like, uh, just their bodies or just... 
the faces. Take away the textures, because that's what's really the character model. Okay, if, if if a Tracer or a May or a Widowmaker is walking around, do they still walk around the same? Or does Widowmaker have more of a, I'm, I'm running and trying to get away from then the scene? Then you're talking about the animation, not I'm the actual I'm talking animation. Because making a, anyone could... I don't know, you know, looking at the Anyone could new, make a character and be like, ooh, he looks cool. Looking at the but new Tracer it, model, it looks a lot like Widowmaker's body. Oh, quit... Bitching about Tracer's legs. I won't! How did her legs get so long? She's a runner. Her legs, her torso is like a third of her body length. They're probably going to change it in post, but look. I hope they do, because Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, anyways, back to the game. Back to the game. You, you, you make your character, you name it, whatever. It's got one of several voice actors, but not so too many. When you say we make them, can we like... Switch out certain body types to make them an abomination of nature. Like maybe I want the twilight, the twilight head, but I want the wookie arms. No, you gotta choose a race. It's like Skyrim. Like, are you gonna be? How many races are there to begin with? I don't know, like ten. Can I like go in and like change the size and proportions of their body? Yeah, I mean, can I make a Danny DeVito twilight? Maybe. Can I make a Danny DeVito Chewbacca? Sure, man. Look. <laughs> Can I make a Danny DeVito Yoda? Look, all I'm saying is you could choose your character, choose your race, but everyone can tap into the Force. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be a Jedi. You could be a bounty hunter if you want it, and play the entire game, blasters only, using luck and charm and, and wit. To outsmart your rival who's going to try to beat you at the end of the game. Or at least the end of the story. But you could also meet other characters. You could go to a Coruscant or any kind of public hub colony. And you can meet other characters and they can tell you, Hey, if you're looking for this item, go to this planet. Or hey, if you're looking for this... And you can you can team up and go on missions together. It's kind of like Destiny or whatever the fuck. Or you can just do your local campaign missions on your own. There'll be separate stories for that. You'll get a ship. You could design your ship. You can go pot racing if you wanted. You can go gambling and play sabacc. You can go ride fucking Tusken Raiders or, or uh, what are those fucking things from the snow planet. You can do whatever <laughs> the fuck you want. And and meanwhile, you can... It sounds like a lot of vague and broad stuff that you're just pulling from a lot of other video games. This game is going to be made on the PS8 when they could handle generating... And that's how long it's going to take to make the game. That's how long it's going to take because... Ain't no one gonna make this game. Because it sounds like there's a lot of a lot in this game. I'm just I'm look I'm I'm merely just pitching the perfect video game. Cause I wanted to throw in everything. I wanted to it, really when you think about it, it's very simple. Cause if we're talking about Bethesda, they have very simplistic um, characters, and and all you, all you do is you're really just focusing on. The variety of weapons and, and shit to talk about in the game but to make it dialogue heavy that's where i go into the bioware because they're the ones that usually worry about like what you're saying and who are the people that made dragon quest or dragon sure. age i think those are bioware guys but they also you know you pick your class and you pick your race and you can like you have little uh dialogue wheels and you can do this or that and 
Well, to me, this sounds like just an amalgamation of everything, and you're trying to please everyone, and it's going to ultimately please uh, no one. This, I want a game that focus that has a focus. Gotta make it fun. Give me if if I want to be a bounty hunter, give me a game that tells me that I'm a badass bounty hunter. It'll tell you. It's gonna be on the bottom of the screen. You're a bounty hunter. Way and to I go. want the game to focus on that. Give me a good story. About the badass bounty hunter that I am. You could join the bounty hunter guild and go on all kinds of badass bounty hunter quests. And that'd be quests. fine. That, you know, give me the open world bounty hunter You might game. run into a Jedi. But I don't... Here's the thing. I don't want to do like a billion other unrelated bounty hunter things because I can change and not be a bounty hunter whenever I want. Well, then you'll have to redo your stats and you have to go to like a certain... Exactly, but... Cause, cause then that's, cause then the game you're describing is just restraining me from changing them. Well, you gotta, if I can't just switch back and forth, however I please, what's the switch? fucking point? Well, then switch. You were just complaining that oh, I could just switch. Yeah. And now you don't. Now you want to switch. And if we're talking about your game, then yeah. You can switch it whenever you want. Like whatever, fine. I want my games. I don't know why that's an issue. In I a want, fake game. I want my... Because, to me, a game has to have focus on what it is, what it's about. It's in the Star Wars universe. Anything can be in the Star Wars universe. I'm just establishing where it is. Okay. It's in the Star Wars universe. What kind of game is this? It's an adventure game. It's a, it's, it's what a, genre of game is this? Is it a platforming? Is it a first-person shooter? Is it an RPG? It's definitely RPG. Is it an MMO like World of Warcraft? It's not MMO per se, but you do meet other players. Now, so I what's MMO inspired? It's. I would imagine because a Star Wars game like Destiny, an MMO inspired video game, that can that I like that. I was gonna say it's similar to Des. I haven't played Destiny enough to know for sure, but I would compare it mostly to Destiny, where you can go on missions with people, or you can you can go into these quote unquote open worlds. Yeah, and just to make it simpler, I guess, like to have more of a like a central theme. You could be a gunner, or you could be like a, a mage, quote, type of Jedi so classes. type. classes. You yeah. have like different classes. Yeah, and you would you would either focus on those classes, or if you want to just completely go another so direction. So you'd have your bounty hunter class, you could do this, or yes. you could switch over to another character. Or an officer type that really deals in like more like... I don't know diplomacy. I don't know. Like I'm just making shit it's up. It's a D and D World of Warcraft MMO inspired game. That's what it sounds like. Yes, and I like that. There you God go. God damn it! That's what I was explaining this whole time. Well, well, now we narrowed it down, so I know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, okay, it's you got you gotta put the the words behind it, so you gotta put the video game language in there. Okay, I have this whole world in my head that I just wanted to like blurt out, but I guess it came out in the wrong sequence. Yes, but, it but now is... you're describing an MMO inspired class based game. Yes, and I like that. You know, you, there's the main story. What is the main story? Is or is it just you and your friends dicking around doing whatever? Well, the the main story, I guess, for like the single player aspect, is you and your little 
and again, this is like strictly just off the top of my head. I, it doesn't make any sense at all, but it's you and your rival character that gets that you can. It, Here's the thing. I like. I was thinking either like a twin or like it's like a someone that grew up in your same little town. I don't know. I'm just. Here's the thing. A class-based game like this, where the galaxy is in peril, works when you're. If you're not someone important, if you're just like part of the resistance, part of the rebellion, part of the fighting force, yeah, you know, then you could. It doesn't really matter who you are because your character is still sort of in the same role during the story. So you think it's better to just be a part of a bigger picture and not have a little rival? There could be a rival character because. It's a little. It would depend on what exactly this rivalry is it's based corny, off of, and it would be hard to do because my idea, my original idea, like what's the goal here? What? Why do you even have a rival? What are you guys competing against? It would ultimately lead up to, and I don't know what the final, actual, Conflict. motive would be, but you end up meeting, them at the very end of your story, and then you. Because like, if this is just a purely bounty hunter based story, you could easily have the story, build up to where you both end up taking the same job, and you meet at the end, and you have like a, you either have a team up moment where it's like, okay, put shit aside, let's get the job done, probably... or you could have the video game boss battle type thing or whatever. Yeah. Likewise, if you go with a Jedi versus Sith story, you know your rival could do still can still do the opposite of you choose. If you choose to be a Jedi, your rival chooses to be a Sith. Yeah, and you know you're rising up to take out the leader of the Sith, but they're like, "No, I am Dark Side." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Likewise, you could be a Sith, and they're like, "I gotta take you out. You're a Sith. Uh, I'm Sith." Uh, do, 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 yeah, do, yeah, do, exactly. And it's like. The rival is a component in the game, but it cannot be a game itself. There has to be a conflict or a goal that you're both striving to. Well, throughout all that, you'll be getting involved either intentionally or inadvertently into the the, the galactic conflict of the New Republic trying to get back on its feet, and you got the remnants of the New Order. So is the conflict trying to wipe out the remnants or are you just like a small band of people who keep running into the remnants like, like maybe if you go back to like the the capital like let's say Coruscant's still a thing and you're trying to get in good with whoever and like oh at this colony or at this system there's still remnants of the first order and they're terrorizing a local community I need you to go over there and take care of them if you can and blah 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 or give them supplies or some bullshit yeah cause because what it sounds to me, what what you're trying to do, and I could be wrong, but this is just how I'm interpreting what you're trying to say, is that your character is part of a third-party faction, and as the story goes, you end up being more involved between two larger factions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And ultimately... The game ends with whatever faction you choosing yeah. coming out on top, and your rival basically ends up on the other side. Yeah, and then <coughs> now though the two larger factions, it's it could be the Rising Republic or it could be the new the First Order 
or you know what's left of the first order you know your your little third party faction of you and your friends you know you could either choose to be part of the new republic military or you end up helping out the the first order either way you are while you're not part of these two fashion factions you end up supporting one more than the other yeah and you could level up along the way of course that this is a video game we're talking because about. your character after all you're helping out this faction they're gonna reward you the reason why they the reason why you're so important to them is you're a little force sensitive now you can choose to concentrate all of your upgrades on force abilities or you can focus on... So that's someone. just for the play. That's you just for the actual... You can focus on bounty hunter abilities. Like, say you're a bounty hunter. You're like, why the fuck would I need the force for the... You could slow down time. And then, like, shoot, expertly shoot people. Or you can, like, unlock things. Or you, maybe you could jump a little bit higher and higher. So basically what it sounds like is... let I'm just going to throw the words in there for me. Just so we have a clear picture. Yeah. You know, you can mix and match the words however you want. Let's say you're a new bounty hunter, and yeah, you're Force-sensitive, whatever. You know, you make your own character, you're part of your group, and, you know, eventually you come across, you know, let's say a group of New Republic soldiers hunting down First Order, and, you know, you eventually meet up with the First Order, and they seem like nice guys, so you make the choice to help one side. And as the game goes, you know, you start helping one side more and more, you know, and they reward you with, like, better ships, better weapons, you make connections with those characters, and, you know, you have a rival bounty hunter, and maybe there they... There you go, end, the rival. Maybe they end up inadvertently helping out the other side instead. That would be the challenge of this game that we're never going to make having Finding the, the conflict having the rival always trying to get one step ahead of you in whatever you're doing i don't think i don't think it would be hard but unless but, the rival is a main character who's like always there doing that and making it um i guess making it cinematic because my ultimate goal and this is just like a side little bonus thing how cool would it be if you're going through your adventure Making all your decisions, helping out all these people, doing all these cool scenes because it's gonna look cool because it's like next generation and you know it's gonna it's just gonna look cool. And then at the very end of your game, when you defeat your rival and blah blah blah, credits roll. It saves your game, and it gives you the option to watch the three-hour rough cut of your entire adventure, and you get to upload it and say, "Duel of the Fates." A Josh Foz story. And it, it's, maybe not three hours long. Maybe like five minutes. Maybe like, you can narrow it down. You did this. And it led to this. And then it'll show your character. You did that. It'll, and it it'll, led to It'll cut this. to the little... They'll cut the bars on top and the bottom. It'll be like widescreen. And you'll, it'll show your character making different decisions. It'll be like a recap, I guess. And it'll show the fight scenes of you playing the game. But it shows it from like whatever angles. And then the cinematics like... You motherfucker, you're always one step ahead of me, doing my bounties. Well, FIFO the Hut is going to have your head. And then it's going to be... And then Baby Yoda's there, because he's already like a full-grown adult. I, 
I told you, did I not, motherfucker? And okay, and he's a fully grown adult, then First Order can't be there. Because <laughs> this would have been way too long ago. And then, yeah, just, there's a, you know, you get your own, everyone gets their own little movie. And then you can replay it as a Jedi next this time, or replay it as a, I don't know, a soldier. Um, Point is, you can, you can choose your uh, class that's based on your specialty. Yeah. Maybe you're a character who prefers long distance gunfire. There you go. Maybe, and they unlock abilities that increase accuracy or stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, your typical. Maybe you RPG choose shit. the brawler that uses a lightsaber. You know, maybe you rank up from Dude, a. Who wouldn't want to be a Wookiee? Jedi. I mean, they're a very rare Jedi. There's only been about four of them. And they give you an option to shave your fur. Uh, no. You'd be a, a naked Wookiee. You would look like a Larsat. Jedi with badass armor. The Larsats are already a race in the in Star Wars that one. I'm just saying, you can choose that in this game. Name it. They, can, they give you the option of having shorter fur. You can do whatever you want. It's, it's a fucking... <laughs> it's just no bald. You can't go bald as a Wookiee. Now, I'm wondering if... Uh... That'd be like saying you can be a Twi'lek, but you don't have the weird head Oh, no. I mean, no, no, I'm not stupid. You, you keep the, th- the tentacles. I'm just saying. I've... I personally have never seen too many hairless Wookiees. Have you seen a Lursat? I don't know. Have I? Yes. Your Have... Jedi Master in the game... Oh yeah, the yeah. one who dies protecting you as a kid—that's a Lorsat. Mm, yeah, maybe. Anyways, this does sound like a very good game. Yeah, obviously, this is why I wanted to pitch it to you because I knew you were gonna have some ideas. In my head, when I'm at work pushing carts, this sounds like the best idea since fucking like you know, whatever. It sound yeah, because like you're you could play through the yeah. story mode game, and and then but you can, clearly you'll have since you're a bounty hunter, you're gonna go through the regular bounties. Yeah, you can have the option to go through all this other stuff. Maybe you have a quote unquote quote raid where you gotta team up with other bounty hunters, i.e. players. Oh, yeah. to go capture a certain character. You can work up work up enough credits to get your own ship. And you could choose like to get a starfighter, or maybe you want a bigger cruiser. Maybe you get a bounty saying, "Go get fifty headshots on stormtroopers." Yeah. Go find, go kill this animal on this planet in this specific area. Maybe like bring some dude ten lightsabers that you got from killing ten Jedi. Whatever you know, these are the minor Different bounties. Yeah, yeah, a yeah, bounty yeah. hunter. It's a living. It's a living. But then you go to the one beacon on the map to start the next mission in the story. Or maybe you're one of those guys that just gets spends 80 hours on, on Tatooine because you just got hooked on gambling at the pod race. There you go. And you're just pod racing. But no real money. This is in-game currency. It's in-game money. In- in-game money. I just, you know. Different little shit like that. And then, of course, you can go to the little central hubs and chat with people, and maybe you you know meet your future wife there, or you're just talking shit. And you get a waifu. You get a waifu. You maybe download a little 
a little dance. I don't know. I'm just saying. It's a... Uh, or maybe just to cash in, they'll do a fucking... Was it? Battle Royale mode on a certain map? You can do... I mean, that's just going... That's just going way too far. Maybe not Battle Royale, but there is there is an online mode. Because I would love, like, Rockstar to do something like this, but they'll never do it. I know Bungie, back in the day when they worked on the Halo games, they were really great with how online modes. I wouldn't mind Bungie doing a fucking Star Wars game. Well, that's why I said um, Bioware, because they already done a Star Wars game, and Mass Effect it's more of Star Trek, but it's still, like, they could handle the... Have you even played Mass Effect, Josh? I've seen it. You're giving me a face right now. And I don't That's appreciate not what it's it. about. What are you looking at on your phone? Your toes. What's wrong with my toes? I just didn't notice you took your socks off. I'm at home. You're the one popping your feet up in front of me, like, a foot away. Look, I'm just... I want a good Star Wars game, and I know my game is way too fucking out there. No, your game sounds like it's feasible. I think really... When you put the video game language behind it, it sounds feasible. I want a good RPG Star Wars game like I used to come home and play. I love Knights of the Old Republic. I think that's the last time I truly felt like, oh wow, I'm just neck deep in this Star Wars universe... And I could choose my own, you know, path. Right. And every other game since then, everything from Lego Star Wars, which is really fun, to Force Unleashed was kind of fun, but kind of, it, it just left me feeling empty inside for some reason. Like, <laughs> like, it didn't count. Because Vader still wins at the end. Vader always wins at the end. Because he doesn't die. And that's my problem with these prequel and whatever video that's why I wanted to take place afterwards because afterwards there's no telling what you can do anything any decision you make well the thing is Alan is you can't really make a game that's not focused within the current timelines because fuck that there's no extended universe yet what you need is a movie to introduce a new extended universe. That's why I'm throwing in Baby Yoda. I'm shoehorning in Baby Yoda. He's Teenage Yoda. You can't put Baby Yoda in everything. Because then he's not Baby Yoda if he's a teenager. He's he's Teenage Yoda and he's an annoying teenager now. No, he's cool. He's he's not cute. He's a killer. He's like kind of lanky. He's kind of tall. He's going through Yoda puberty. No, he's Mandalorian Yoda because he's going to learn... He's still going through Yoda puberty. That's always gross. He's going to get... The, the best it's gonna be so much armor. more gross if it's he's Yoda. Maybe he's farting no, out. He'll green still have liquid. he'll still have that cute little robe that covers up his neck. He might have a helmet, but that's it. I'm just saying, like you can't put Baby Yoda in everything. I'm not putting him in everything. I'm literally only saying one thing, and it and it's this game. You wanted him in the movie, my movie. Oh yeah, I was trying to throw him in your movie, not mine. Like, well, he's in it. Or in my game, in my he's okay. We'll keep him in Mandalorian. But no, my game. It's gonna be fun. I don't know who's gonna develop it, but everyone. Uh, 
think just because people wanted like a. Well, unfortunately, EA would have to develop it because of the current. Yeah. Paradigm. And you know what? It, it wouldn't work out, but I wouldn't be mad because they're they are the ones doing at least the last one was uh the Mass Effect the last Mass Effect game. EA was in charge, and I liked it. I wasn't mad at it. The last Mass Effect Andromeda, you're on your ship, you have different people in your crew, different races, you customize your character, and you go to different planets. I think that's probably the closest people have gotten to exploring space, doing space shit, falling in love, saving the galaxy. Yeah. I would say that. But, for whatever reason, okay, that first mistake, yeah, they chose EA. They chose EA exclusively. Exclusively, and they're like, we gotta wait that out for the next however long. Uh, and the time frame of the, since they gave EA that stupid deal, EA's released two games, no, three games, Look, 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 look. And in the same time frame before then, we got like 12 games. Again, Fallen Order was fun, but so many glitches. Really? That game wasn't complete, I would say. Like, your character, like, enemies are like jumping around, and you're trying to grab onto a ledge, and you go, like, turn this way, and there were some glitches. It wasn't perfect. The action was fun, but. I would even argue that the skill tree wasn't as vast and, um, because you know how in a, a usual game, when you have skill trees, and it usually branches off to, like, three areas that you can focus on, halfway through the game, you have everything maxed out, and so there's no real, like, decision making to be made. You hit a, you bec- your leveling becomes stagnant. Yeah, you hit a cap, and by, I'd say, like, two-thirds into the game, you're just leveling up for fun. You're not... You're not even getting anything for out of it. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, okay, well, I leveled everything up. All I'm doing at this point is finding little pieces to, to make a, a new lightsaber. And that's your only motivation is like, ooh, I, I, I kind of want this lightsaber hilt. I wonder if they have it in this game. Let me just try to uh, find it. And, uh, yeah. And again, it's like even if they made a really cool Jedi game where you could focus on that, I don't know. I want something more. You know what I want? I'm greedy. I want to fly ships. I want to race pod racers. I want to fucking have a droid companion. I want to, you know, gamble at a. Canto Bite, that's right, I'm throwing Canto Bite into my game. You know what I want? I want a game about the Jedi younglings from the Clone Wars. That'd be fun too. Gotta fight Anakin at the end? No. Oh. <laughs> it's about them as adults being Jedi on the run. Uh, well, I mean, that's kind of what Fallen Order is. I mean, yeah, that Fallen Order is not is not a new idea. Ever since the fucking original trilogy, we've gotten stories about runaway Jedi. Yeah. The original trilogy is about a runaway Jedi. But no, I remember from the Clone Wars animated show, 
There were these six Jedi younglings. They had just started their Padawan training. And this was during the Clone Wars, just like maybe a year or two before Order 66. Were any of them Rodians? Which ones were the Rodians? The Greedo. Uh, yeah. Because there's a scene, like a, a flashback, where the, the, the Inquisitors and the Order 66 are killing younglings. And they're showing it through holograms. And one of them is a little Rodian Greedo looking kid. And he's getting like shot up. Yeah, this is a um, <laughs> but he's this speaking... is a concept art for them as adults. Ah, uh, one of them's a Wookiee. Yeah, one of them was a Wookiee. One of them was a Kit Fisto type character. Yeah, the thing is, is that the we got to meet these kids. They had their own little story arc. We got to see them build their own lightsabers. Uh, is that when they go to that planet? Yeah, they went to Elum. They all had their own little trial. And that, and they were introduced because they were plant. They were hoping to have a spinoff series about those six younglings as adults, as Jedi on the run. Are they together or separate? They would be to. They would be together. Because they were a class, you know. They were friends yeah. and all that. And I, if they wouldn't make it that, if they could, if they wouldn't be able to make that, make that as a TV show, I'd like to see that as a video. Yeah. Maybe as a sequel to Fallen Order. The guy's still alive. Maybe he runs uh, into this pack of, you know, smugglers or bounty hunters and he finds out one of them's a Wookiee. Yeah, because... And he goes into his room and he finds a lightsaber made of wood. Mm. Some of the designs for the sabers he could find have, have wood components... I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, because um, in the show, the Wookiee, he made his lightsaber out of wood. That's what the ancient sabers are made out of. Yeah. Just wooden little ropes with the crystal in the middle. Yeah, you know, he's a Wookiee. He comes from the forest world. You know, when they asked him, what what do you, what do feels right in your hand? And he says wood. So he makes Ooh. a lightsaber out of the strongest wood he can find. What would feel right in my hand? Probably like a, I don't know, it's kind of like a, a bottle of Dr. Pepper or something. I would probably go with a curved hilt, like what Count Dooku has. Uh, something that's easy to hold, but, you know, easy to hold. Mine would probably be like, maybe uh, I feel like a straight, a full-on just straight hilt would be annoying to always hold. Mine would be maybe slightly curved, maybe like that of a katana blade or katana handle. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe yeah, like like just as long as maybe my forearm. So like, it's still a single blade, but it has enough like leverage where I can do. Where you can hold it with both arms. Yeah, but like, I'm not holding with both arms, and my hands are clasped together like I'm like. Yeah. Because if your arms are further apart, I feel like you can... You can get more leverage, yeah. Yeah. Just... More hacking power. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Something like but yeah, that. Yeah, no, I could definitely see another Star Wars game about those younglings. They were interesting characters. And unfortunately, since we never got that spinoff, it's always like assumed that they died in Order 66, which I don't like to think about because no. they were the kid characters. If they don't die on screen, you don't even know if they yeah. 
So yeah, bring those guys back. You know, you can bring them back in a extended universe film. That's the, that's the thing with the fans. People act like, oh, I want some dark, gritty war drama, but no, people want the laser swords. People want the magic. People want... No, I would say the wars. People want the wars. It's in the name. <laughs> it's in the name. They, we, they want the wars and the stars. Well, that's why they're trying to make that uh, that one series that centers around um, the guy from Rogue One, the Mexican guy. Him and the, the droid. And uh, The thing is, we don't always need a big space battle. Sometimes we just need like maybe a small gorilla warfare episode. Maybe we get a little, you know, escape because our ship crashed warfare. Maybe you get a little chess. That's why we have the Clone Wars. The greatest Star Wars animated series. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. You need to watch it, Alan. I'm still thinking. My my mind is still in the video game space where I'm like, what would be a better game? A Jedi game or a, more of like a shooter game? Because look, if you do it right, and I know a lot of people they more watch TV shows and movies and play video games, but I think a, a game done right has storytelling um, that just can't be done on a, with a, with an actor. Trusting an actor and a director and a whole crew to, to tell the same story that you can easily accomplish by yourself with fake characters and choosing, <laughs> choosing your own adventures and making decisions and feeling like you're a fucking badass and you're making a difference in the galaxy... That just feels good. I agree. But well, no, I'd, really love, at, I'd love to watch some hodgepodge uh, Jedi running away, and that sounds like a cool story. A little Wookiee and a little Rodian. And His little... name was Gungi. Gungi. Oh, man. You know, the Greedo alien, her name was... Man, how cool would it be if Chewbacca's son, Lumpy, got into the mix? No. He hooks up with Ray. I don't want... There you go. Ah. Uh, That's my ending. Ah, uh, no. Lumpy and Ray. That's right. And on that note, I'm going to end it. Because right. we're at 316, guys. Well, you heard my shittily announced pitch for a Star Wars game. That's gonna You heard my fantastic and amazing fix to the Star Wars movies. We're going to save Star Wars. You heard a mild review of the... Well, you heard a recap of the Star Wars trilogy, sequel trilogy. It's more of a recap. I think they did okay, but there's so many things they could have done. Like, get rid of Anakin Saber. Come up with some shit. I don't know. Four out of ten for me. The first one, Force Awakens, is really good, but you don't need... The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker is just hit and miss. Yeah, well, I, I will say... Four out of ten. Not worth it. <laughs> don't Not bother. worth losing the extended universe. Don't bother watching a third of the Star Wars. Um, not including the Clone Wars and 
Watch Star Wars The Clone Wars. There you go. Watch Clone Wars. Before the Dark Times. Oh. Good thing, good thing Daisy Ridley. I don't know where I was going to go with that, but... Alright, well, that, that yeah, um... If you have any ideas for Star Wars, uh, just, you know, apply for Disney Corp and try to... Try to make a difference in the world. Because that's where, that's where the true drama in this world is. Not, not Iran, not the Australia floods or whatever the fuck's going on over there. It's, uh, it's Star Wars. <laughs> Why are you telling me to wrap it up? Don't, don't, don't bring real world into this. We're living in a real world. I'm just saying, we don't care about it. We're just talking about Star Wars, because we're trying to have fun. It's my birthday, Josh! Happy birthday, Alan! You're Yay. 33! Alright, see ya. Bye.